Hey everybody, what's good? It's your girl Queenie. Hello. Oh my goodness. So I am here um, back in studio and recording uh, a little something for you, the listeners, the viewers, for myself as well um, about love, right? Um, I just want to talk a little bit this evening. Uh, I've, I've been, sorry, moving my, moving my drinks around here. Um, been talking about love here lately over the last couple of days. And I said, well, you know what? Let me talk about this to my tribe here at the relationship zone. So here I am. So let me first start by saying hello to everyone that's listening and it's your girl Queenie, you know, if I didn't say that already, if you joined me late, I am the host of the Relationship Zone, the podcast where I talk about all things love, life and relationships and um, sometime a little extra. Uh, but um, I am enjoying this, this, this journey of, of exploring love and learning from life and um, trying to um, maintain relationships and of course speaking with you out there um, as you're on your relationships journey but tonight I want to get become a little more intimate and talk a little bit about um, um being a hopeless romantic and um, what that looks like for some of us. And so for, to start this, I heard a TikTok video um, some time ago, a brother was standing at the altar and I'm not sure if it's a movie or if it really is a real wedding that was taking place, but my brother standing at the altar and he decided not to bring his vows written. Instead, he just gave it to her right off the cuff. And um, I'm such a hopeless romantic. And so this, this caught my eye because it was filled with so much love and authenticity and it seemed like it was such a genuine natural thing that this man was um, sharing with all of us that was listening and the bride was just you know enamored by what he was saying and even the officiate you know he <laughs> it was as if he was caught off guard but it was such a beautiful beautiful experience so I want to play this for you and then I want to take a moment and just kind of let it sink in for all of us because I've been I, I mean God so I didn't have to be I didn't have to worry about something I didn't have to worry about writing this because I know this is true this is 10 years so we ain't faking or funky you know none of that 
I'm serious. And I have your back every minute of your life. So when you go to bed at night, just know that there's a man going to wake up before you and be ready for the day. So if you have a bad day, I got you. Because I don't allow myself to have bad days when you have bad days. I will not accept it because I'm a man. And what you should go to bed knowing every night is you got a man that loves you to death. And you ain't got nothing to worry about. Nothing. And I guarantee you that for the rest of our life. That's it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That man said, I can guarantee you that. For the rest of our life. Yep, that's it. <laughs> oh my goodness. What, um, what an amazing um profession of love, right? It was it was beautiful. Uh I heard it numerous times and I was like, yeah, I got to uh I gotta use that in one of my upcoming shows because I am such a hopeless romantic, I felt like, why not? Um, isn't that what we want? Now, now, men, I can't speak for, for you, but ladies, isn't that what we want? We want, we want to know that, um, that not only does he tell us that he loves us, but he shows us by his actions. And, um, that's that's what that's what we desire uh or maybe it's just me so let's talk a little bit about that how many of you um grew up being hopeless romantics um obviously I can't hear you but you can just you can testify right where you are so I grew up being a hopeless romantic and unfortunately uh, a lot of that came from the movies that I was watching and you know these are the things that I believed were possible was to um, be happily ever after, you know, my person would find me and um, we would grow old together and, and all the things, right. You just, you're just going to grow old and they're going to be your everything. Um, they're going to see no one, but you, uh, and then what happened is um, reality kicked in and I realized that that was not necessarily the case. <laughs> How many of you uh, have found that to be, uh, for those that are hopeless romantics, how many of you have found it to, to be that um, that thing that you thought was isn't quite how love goes? That's the way, that's the way, that's the way love goes. Yeah, that's not quite how love goes. Thank you, Janet Jackson. That's not quite it. But um, it still doesn't stop me from being this um, romantic person that believes that love is possible and um, believes that I can have (laughs) this... um, my fairy tale, right? My type of fairy tale. And I think that's it, right? I think, you know, I think we've seen movies and we've seen, you know, we've read articles and we've heard people tell their love story. Of course, they don't always tell the bad and and definitely not in the details because, you know, that would probably ruin any or all of our dreams. 
but you know we kind of realized that after some time that it's not quite you know like you hoped or like the movie said it were was or like you've read oh gosh and don't get me started on the on the love books right then then the romantic novels and you know fiction and non-fiction alike you know the stories that we tell ourselves based on the articles that we've read about love and then we go chase after it only to find out oh yeah by the way that's not quite <laughs> how my love turned out because after a few relationships that end um after some really toxic decisions that you probably shouldn't have made um some divorces kid- i mean all the things that the at the life happens you kind of get a different perspective on what love really is. Um, but for us hopeless romantics, maybe we still keep a little bit of that fire burning and we still believe that it's possible. But what I've learned in this whole thing is that um, not, not to give up, don't, don't give up on it, right? But you gotta know yourself. You have to know yourself and in truth um with love you gotta know what's real you gotta know what real love looks like and feels like to you um the real love that you're able to give and how you receive love you have to know that or you'll be chasing and chasing and settling and settling and you'll have a ton of broken relationships um, if you're not certain because you're kind of chasing for the fantasy. And whenever something gets hard or if it doesn't look or feel the way you thought it was, then you you run away, you dump it. Um, I wish some someone would tell us the truth because right now we live in kind of a time where it's like extreme. It's either like Instagram love and it's all romantical is that even a word, but is that romantical or it's like Instagram um, divorce and trauma. And then we see it's chaotic and it's um, toxic and super abusive. And, but there's a sweet spot. There's an in-between. There's an in-between where lovers quarrel and then they make up there's an in-between where lovers decide that, you know, we need to get counseling and work through these issues. There's a, a, um, you know, lovers, you know, they, you know, they have financial issues and, you know, but they're committed to the relationship. They're committed and they make adjustments as needed. Um, I wish we had more of that as a model because that's truly what relationships are about. It ebbs and flows. And, um, but instead we see the extremes, you know, and, and I think sometimes that can be a little bit frustrating. Um, but yet, and still, I'm hopeful. I'm a hopeless romantic that is still believing that it's possible. And, um, when the opportunity comes again, hopefully I'll be ready. And I'm sure some of you feel the same way, right? Like 
How many of you been waiting, just waiting on that, that person, waiting on us? Do you know what you're waiting on? I mean, do you know what you, I have, I have dated out of my um, desired <laughs> box several times and I've tried, but I'll be honest, it always comes back to the same thing. As a woman, many of us, we desire, especially I think over 40, I mean, you know, this is kind of my opinion and, and you know, you can disagree, but I believe that many of us desire to have stability in our lives, um, security in our lives from a partner and feel safe with our partner. I mean, great sex is really high up there too, but I'm learning that. <laughs> <laughs> great sex ain't enough, right? Um, without the other things that make you feel whole in that union or relationship. I don't care, even if you're even if you're just courting, dating, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I believe that we are analyzing and assess- assessing the person to see if they kind of fit that bill. I don't want a man I can just run over. I don't want a man that just anybody can run over, right? So I want to feel safe. I want to, you know, there's a lot of unhealed childhood traumas out here. And it shows up in men just like women. And I have seen some men operate that when you talk with them and confront them, the deep high voice goes away and the little boy shows up. And I can't tell you how uncomfortable that feels because it, it causes one to worry if, if this is how this man is going to be in all confrontations, or is there something that's there kind of underlying that probably needs to be tended to. Um, But I've seen women operate the same way. I've seen women go from you know, like popping and and doing all the things and, you know, girl, this girl, that. And then when they're confronted, the little girl shows up. We all have these things, these little quirks. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that sometimes it could be a thing that may need to be tended to because it may show back up later in that relationship and and be a real problem. Um, That person can't handle, you know, confrontation it can't handle it when it gets tough when it gets hard um they can't you know they it's difficult for them to make a mature decision um or even speak up for themselves right sometimes I see that coming out of people pleasers I'm not jumping on people pleaser box tonight I'm just talking about love so I'm going back to it um knowing what you want in a person what does love look like to you how do how do you like how do you receive love how do you feel you know how does he or she make you feel um I am such a hopeless romantic that I'm always dreaming about the thing that we can do and places we can go and how we can grow and you know now that I'm empty nester I'm always thinking about that because (laughs) it's just me and I'm like hey I need a sidekick but even with that, right, I understand that what I desire in a partner is, 
is a sidekick, right? It's someone that I can actually have a great time with. Um, come to me already established in, in some way so that that's one less thing we got to worry about and let's enjoy. We don't have, we likely have more summers behind us than we do ahead of us. So what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? For what? And, 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 you know, again, I know I'm talking about love, but I want to just share this. I don't really have a whole lot more of maybe laters or whenever my, my, my kids or whenever, you know, I get this or I don't have a lot of those left in me. It is now or never. (laughs) It's now or never. I put off enough things. Um, in life. I put off enough things. I'm not. So I want a partner in love that we can share our tomorrows. So, I mean, do you think it's possible? Do you think it's possible? And, you know, as I was sharing earlier, I was talking with, you know, some folks about the video that I played for you in the beginning of this. Is it really possible for you to have that type of love? What's been causing you to fail? Have you failed? And for those that are succeeding in love, if you feel confident enough, tell me, like, what's causing you to succeed? Um, I, I just believe that, I believe that when I look at my failed relationships, I've not been honest with myself. And I've not been honest with the person I'm with. And I mean, I'm not saying like lying to them because I'm seeing other people. I'm saying honest with them about what I really desire, what I really want and what I really want to give to them. And because I see that's the part of it, right? Sometimes we seem so selfish, like, oh, it's what I want. No, it's I want to give my love to you in such a manner that you know that this is where you want to be because there's no other love that makes you feel this way. I want to be able to freely give all of myself to you. Um, And I want to know that it's appreciated. There's a part of me that used to say, yeah, you know, my love language is um, quality time and touch. But I realized that really isn't it. It is quality of time. It's affirmations too. But it's not the affirmations of you great, you're this. No, it's the way you love me, Queenie, works. I need to be affirmed that the effort I'm putting in works for you. And for those of us that love in service, we have to know how to share that light. You have to be able to tell your partner. But again, it's all about knowing yourself. If service is your way of showing love, you got to be able to share that. Baby, I love in service. So when I'm here in your life, I do want to know how can I add? What can I give to you? What part of me can I share with you? How can I show you love? How can I serve you as well? I'm not talking no slave. I'm talking all balance and love. So don't twist it. But how can I give these things to you? But being able to articulate that is important. And I personally believe if you articulate it to the right person, 
it falls in good soil, you will reap the harvest. It's when we try to give the beautiful parts of ourselves to barren ground, we exhaust the seed and it can't produce there. No matter how much you water, it doesn't matter. Underneath the surface is spoiled soil. So you can't give there, but we have to be able to recognize that. So how do you want to be loved? Do you believe that love can happen for you? Do you believe that there is a happily ever after possible for you? And it may not be with the person that you're with currently. Maybe love still waits for you out there somewhere. But how do you get to it? How does it even know, right? These are all the questions about love. I still have the questions about it because as I said, I grew up watching these movies and hearing of these stories, these tells. And, but that's not what I've seen. I've seen love in tragically. I've seen divorces. I've seen broken homes. I've seen infidelity on top of infidelity on top of infidelity. I've just, so why do we get it so wrong? I, I, I just firmly believe that it's because we're not honest with ourselves. We're not honest with our partners oftentimes. We believe that we don't know what love looks like for us. And sometimes we settle along the way and then we become upset because we've we've said one thing, we've accepted one thing, but in our heads and in our hearts, we desire something totally different. The body in conflict with each other, it will never have rest. your mind and your heart can't be in conflict and it actually be able to sustain this thing. There's no way. Something is going to win. And oftentimes it ends in divorce and resentment. And this is people, these are people that love each other. So do you believe that, um, that it can happen. I'm such a hopeless romantic. Um, so for you other hopeless romantics, like, what are you doing? What are you doing to get it? What is, what are you waiting for? What are you looking for? Have you found it? How did you know that you found it when you did? Love is, is interesting. And it's more than just a feeling. It's an action word. It's, it's an action word. It gives you safety. It gives you security. It does. It does. It does. And it takes a lot of vulnerability. All these things I can share with you because I've learned what I didn't have before. And now I've had some beautiful love stories. I do. I have a few, but, but I know what 
what love isn't as well. And, um, and that's the thing that I'll never settle for again. We gotta stop settling for those things. Well, I don't have a whole lot more to share. Just want to talk a little bit about love. And I wanted to drop this in your ear because um, it was on my heart. So from my lips, my heart to your ears. This is your girl, Queenie Love. Talking about love, life, and relationships. Because I think just like you, we all want to get it right. And just like me, we all want to get it right. So don't give up. Stay encouraged. Don't lose hope. It can happen. Know yourself before you know anyone else. Know self. Know self. Take the time to date self, get to know self, and then present self. And if what you are dealing with on the other side contradicts what you know you need, don't waste your time. I'm preaching to the choir, but don't waste your time. Present company included. All right, everyone, it's a wrap. Sugar Queenie Love. I will see you next time. I will be looking out for those emails that I've been requesting at bar talks or shall I say bar dot talks no it's bar talks thank you um bar talks 2.0 at gmail um so send them in I've gotten a couple and so you'll be getting those responses over the next few weeks thank you for sending those in and um I look forward to uh, chatting it up with you and opening up these emails. And please remember, as always, I love you right where you are. Bye-bye for now.